twowayradios.com, check, check. Bytwowayradios.com. Recorded almost live from Rock Hill, South Carolina. It's the Two Way Radio Show. And welcome to the Two-Way Radio Show. I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And this is the podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today we'll talk about using two-way radios for property management. We'll discuss how apartment complexes and other property management entities use two-way radios, the types of radios used, and recommend some specific models for use in this industry. We'll also review the Motorola RLN4570A Breakaway Universal Radio Chest Pack and take some of your questions from our blog and our forums at twowayradioforum.com. Our show is sponsored by buytwowayradios.com, the source of two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. Enter promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. Buytwowayradios.com, your radio specialist. Recently, we attended the Greater Charlotte Apartment Association's annual GCAA trade show held at the Charlotte Convention Center in Charlotte, North Carolina. The GCAA is a trade association for the multifamily housing industry, and this year's event featured over 140 vendor booths, including ours, promoting products and services to rental property owners and management firms in the greater Charlotte area. We talked with a lot of folks at this show, and we found out something very interesting. This industry relies heavily on two-way radios. They do. Surprisingly, I was shocked to hear how many people don't use radios um quite a few people were saying oh we're using cell phones and but they don't pay for their custodial guys and maintenance worker cell phones and it really irks a lot of them off and <laughs> they were happy to see us there you know we we gave a lot of literature and talked to a lot of folks about how they can benefit from for a fairly small investment how they can, um, you know, purchase two-way radios and eliminate cell phone usage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I heard that a lot while we were there. That, you know, I'm using cell phones, but I, we really need radios because the cell phones are costly. You know, it takes a while for them to, you know, dial each other up and, and make a connection. And, and then, of course, you know, the complaints about, well, my employees are – playing angry birds in their cell phone when they should be out there doing their job. <laughs> you know, well, also, you I mean, with, apps going on. with, you know, guys that are spending their hard-earned money on their cell phones and, you know, maintenance guys are doing anything from changing out furnace filters to painting to unclogging toilets and doing all kinds of, you know, getting up on ladders. They, they don't want to break their own cell phone. You no. Know, they, don't, they want something that's going to be, you know, a two-hour radio's uh, – going to be a lot more durable than an iPhone. Absolutely. You drop an iPhone from five, six feet, it's going to break. You know, you drop an Nikon 4011 from five or six feet, more than likely it's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there are a lot of disadvantages to using cell phones and a lot of advantages for going with radios. We're going to cover all that, actually, uh, in this episode. First of all, how are radios used for property management? Let's talk about that. Well, they're used from... Um, 
you know, usually property management's going to have uh, usually an office that's uh, ran by two or three different people, you know, handling residents of the, the community and bringing new people in, taking them on tours of the facilities and things like that. You know, and then you've got uh, maintenance staff is probably the biggest one. You know, these are the guys that are, like I said, are, are going around and playing handyman. Yeah, fixing doing, everything. Fixing everything. Um, but some, you know, some communities have landscaping crews or security. Um, somebody's patrolling the area, uh, the community or somebody that's sitting at a gate in the front of the the community. Um, so there, there, there is a use for them big time in, in, in the communities. Yeah. Getting back to the maintenance staff, that's, I think that's a big one right there because, um, I lived in an apartment complex at one time and calling up the front office is saying, hey, my AC's out or or the toilet's broken or something, and then waiting for them to send somebody out. And the, the one that I was in, I don't recall ever seeing them using radios per se. They had to go find the maintenance guy and then get the message yeah. to him to come out and do it. Chances and, uh, are that maintenance guy wasn't just sitting at the front office waiting on a call. He's out yeah. doing something else. And, and Exactly, exactly. And uh, if he doesn't get the word right away or if he has to wait till he gets back to the office, and uh, you know, sometimes we've had to wait a couple of days <laughs> before we actually got something fixed. Um, that really doesn't give the tenants a warm fuzzy about the, the property itself and about the property well, it management. Goes, it goes hand in hand with the, any other businesses that we deal with. Two-way radios are going to make work simpler. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to a big big box shop and, and they've got, uh, they're not using radios, you might be waiting a while. You know, if you got radios, yeah. if, you, if you're in the back corner of the store and they need to call customer service in the front, it saves them a lot of time from having to walk all the way to the front of the big box, you know, 100,000 square foot building and walk sure. all the way back and maybe get, you know, stopped and by three other people on the way that walk, instant communication. Same thing here. Um, found that a lot of properties are, it seems like it was a lot of them were 250 units mm-hmm. or more um, covering a pretty large acreage. So the odds of your maintenance guy being sitting in there in the office or slim to none you know if yeah. he's working in the building next door to somebody that's you know uh, garbage disposal just went out call the guy on the radio and he can be there in a gif yeah definitely the primary advantage for using a two-way radio for property management really is in the instant communications between department managers and between uh, the management staff and the staff members themselves back and forth it's just a lot more efficient um, and, and, you know, the radios do quickly pay for themselves because um, you've got the increased efficiency, you've got the increased productivity, so you got, you're going to get your investment back pretty quickly on that. But, you know, one of the things that, uh, that I think doesn't get mentioned a lot is the reliable communications, you know, in case of an emergency. If there's an emergency on the property and you, you need to communicate quickly, the radios are, are reliable. You yeah. know, you can count on them to, to get the word out. And as you mentioned before, they're a lot more rugged and durable than cell phones. But I think one of the other big cost advantages has to do with the fact that with a cell phone, you've got the contracts, the monthly service fees for cell phones, and you don't have any of that with the radios. That's right. 
You know, the radios, what, what do you have? You buy the radios. And if it's a business, you buy a business license. And you're done, pretty much. You're covered. That's right. And and Danny's over there nodding his head like... <laughs> uh, I am. You're absolutely right. I'm nodding in agreement. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the other thing is that the business radios, they allow for some scalability. So you can always add to it as, as, as the property grows, as your needs grow. You can always just add And if you think about it ahead of time, if you, if you ever um, expand to, to multiple uh, apartment complexes that you manage, you can add a repeater. And if, if you get the right radio mm-hmm. to begin with, it's easy to um, modify the, the frequencies that it operates on to, to go with that repeater. So you don't have to throw everything out the door and replace it. All right, well, guys, one of the specific types of radios that uh, are used for property management, one of the ones that that, uh, are really recommended. UHF frequencies uh, seem to be the most popular Mm -hmm. um, because UHF penetrates steel and concrete better. um, And, you know, a lot of these guys are going to be indoors and out, but they're also going to be you know, a lot of apartment complexes or, or properties or, you know, some of them are a building that has three or four flights of stairs, maybe more, and they need something, you know, if they're talking to a, uh, you know, a guy's above a guy in the same building there and, you know, one guy's on the first floor and another guy's on the fourth floor, be able to talk to him. Um, yeah, you've got high rises and then you have, even if you're outside a lot, you've got a lot of big buildings around you usually. Right. So either way, you've got a lot of buildings. Yeah, I would say UHF is um, probably the best option mm-hmm. uh, almost exclusively for property management. So I take it um, range, battery life, uh, repeater capability, those are all important things to consider uh, with the large, larger properties. Probably not quite so much with the smaller properties, but with the larger properties, Definitely. With most of the guys we talk to at the show, a uh, four-watt radio is going to be sufficient or more than sufficient. Mm -hmm. Um, For the way these guys were describing the environment that that they work, a repeater probably isn't going to be necessary for very many of them at all. Uh, In fact, lower, smaller, lighter, lower-powered radios would probably work just fine a lot of the time. Uh, Like, two-watt models like uh, the Motorola RDU 2020 or the, the Kenwood 3400 would be really good radios. It's not just the handheld radios, though. Um, and we're talking security. A lot of these communities are gated. So in a case like that, a radio call box is something that is used at the gate. Right. I think there are a lot of, of ways that call boxes could be used um, at apartments, I mean, mm-hmm. um, just for, to general contact staff. Maybe if, if there's no one in the office, or if there's only a few employees and they move around the property, maybe placing a call box outside the main office would be a good way to, for uh, a resident to, to get in touch with someone. Mm-hmm. And as you mentioned, Anthony, um, we were talking about call boxes in another episode of the Two-Way Radio Show. These call boxes can not only transmit voice, but can also be programmed to open the gates. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. they can, uh, uh, with uh, optional equipment, can can definitely open up uh, gates, turn on sprinklers, uh, yeah, do, sprinkler all, do all sorts of different, uh, other than just talking back and forth. Radios yeah. as well. If you get a radio that's equipped with a, a DTMF keypad, 
um, from the radio itself, you could open gates or control sprinklers. That's right. Uh, you mentioned the RDU 2020. What are some of the other radios that we can recommend for property management? The radio that I found myself recommending the most was the ICOM F4011. Uh, the 4011 is a four watt radio that's inexpensive. We sell this radio for 169 with free shipping. It's a four watt fully programmable radio, and it operates on UHF frequencies. It's, there's there's no keypad, no screen. It's very simple to use. Select your channel, push the button to talk. It's a very very popular radio. Um, and the 4011 also gives you expandability. If you ever buy uh, another property. Uh, and you need to set up a repeater so you can communicate between properties miles apart. Uh, the 4011 gives you that expandability that we talked about earlier in the show where you can program in your own custom frequencies. Um, if you're not a large property and you don't need something like that, um, the Motorola RDU 2020 is a 2-watt radio. Uh, gives you very good voice clarity, very, very loud speaker ton of accessories work with this radio. It's, it's very popular, very durable, um, and would be a very good choice for a lot of places. Uh, if you're looking for a smaller radio, the Kenwood TK3230 is a good option as well. This is a, a very small, very lightweight radio with a lithium battery. It's only one and a half watts, and so it's not going to give you the range that a four watt or, or even that two watt Motorola would give you, but uh, it's going to be sufficient for a lot of properties and the size advantage of the 3230 may be a reason to consider it. Oh, and don't forget the call boxes. I didn't list the call box here. The Rytron call boxes are uh, a good choice for those who need a call box at the gate. That's right. So RQX451 XT is probably the one I would suggest. Mm-hmm. Anthony, when we were at the show, as I recall, there were some people that talked about using GMRS radios, and uh, I mean, I really wouldn't recommend that, would you? No, not at all. I mean, it, they may work in some smaller uh, communities, but the biggest thing was people were talking, well, we bought a $60 set of GMRS radios, but they didn't last. Well, they're mm-hmm. not going to. They're not They're not going to be able to withstand the, the, the maintenance workers, you know, and what they're going through every day. Uh, the batteries aren't going to be able to withstand for like a, a lithium battery would on a on a forty eleven, um, but yeah, quite a, quite a few people said that they were using. Uh, we had a set that we were giving away of, of, of talkabouts, and and a lot of people would come up and say, "Oh, we're you we, you know we use radios, and they yeah. look like those, yeah, you know, the bubble pack radios." And they were um, MT three fifty Rs, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, and we got a lot of uh, a lot of complaints about those kind of radios too, with them always breaking or not reaching as far as, as they would like. Um, they're they're great for personal use, but uh, for use on a you know on a property for well for property management, I, I don't think it really fits. They're they're just not built for eight hour a day, five day a week use. I mean, they're mm-hmm. they're great for what they're designed for. But they're not designed to be used for eight hours every day. They, they won't last. We see it all day long from people calling into, to our sales staff. Uh, yeah, they'll work. A lot of times they'll give you the range that you need. But overall, you're probably not going to be happy with them. Yeah, we had, uh, we had some ICOMs there that we were demonstrating at our booth. People were walking up going, oh, yeah, I, I need those radios. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And um, I'm sure we probably could have gotten some cell phones on trade <laughs> from <laughs> some of them. Well, so overall, radios are used heavily for property management, and um, and we found that out at the show. And uh, we have our recommendations for the radios here. Any other thoughts on on uh, using two-way radios for for property management for rental properties? I think we pretty much covered it. I mean, it, you know, if you've got any questions, a lot of apartment communities where you've got 250 units spread out over certain acres, you know, they're going to be fine with some of the, you know, typical two or, or four watt radios. Mm-hmm. You know, some of your bigger communities where they're a, a 50 story high rise with maybe three, four hundred condos in it, you know, four watt with a use of a, you know, a repeater is probably going to be your, your, your choice there. Um, just because you got a lot more steel and concrete in between all those floors. So, mm-hmm. you know, definitely call us with your application, and, and the sales staff can walk you through what the best possible arrangement is going to be for you. Okay. All right. Well, coming up, we'll review the Motorola RLN 4570A Breakaway Universal Radio Chest Pack. What is a... RLN 4570A Breakaway Universal Radio Chess Pack? Well, we'll find out next on the Two-Way Radio Show. Searching for two-way radios? Buy two-way radios has what you need. My Two-Way Radios is the source for two-way radios and radio accessories from major name-brand manufacturers for businesses and consumers alike. Buy Two-Way Radios provides more than just great radios at a great price. We are a leading source of expert advice on the products that we sell and can assist in finding the perfect solution for you or your business. We also deliver great service. All of our products are stocked at our local warehouse. This allows us to guarantee processing time and fast shipment of your order. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, Buy Two-Way Radios can help you find the best solution for you. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buy2wayradios.com weekdays from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. Buy two-way radios at buy2wayradios.com. Your radio specialists. You're listening to the Two-Way Radio Show. This week we're going to review a universal radio chest pack from Motorola, the RLN 4570A. Well, this is a new item that we just recently added uh, within the last few weeks. Um, we're looking for something other than, you know, most radios are going to come with a belt clip, you know, to, to clip to your, your belt or your, or your waistline or your pants. Um, Motorola has released these these chest packs, um, kind of give you a different alternative for carrying your radio. The chest packs, uh, they kind of look like the way they're worn. They kind of look like a bulletproof vest, kind of. I mean, just yeah, the way they do. They're, yeah. It's not bulletproof. Yeah. Don't you know? Don't yeah, take that out of context. But it's it looks. <laughs> Have like, you tested that? It, maybe I'll maybe let you do that. I'll let so, you do so, that. So, okay. I'll assume they're not, and and just leave it at that. Yeah, for forty five bucks, I'm going to assume they're not. Um, <laughs> we'll wait to see what the reviews say All on right, that. I fine. guess. <laughs> fine. Um, Nobody wants to test it. <laughs> I was going to give you a different alternative for carrying your radio. It's got a. Um, 
it's, it's a breakaway design. In other words, it, uh, it can be pulled off with about 10 pounds of pressure. So if it needs to come off quick, there's not going to be a lot of uh, fumbling around with, with clips and, and snaps and things like that. It could, you know, it's got a breakaway design to it. On the front of the chest pack, it's got a radio holder to put your radio inside there, so it's right there in the chest area. It's got a fancy pen holder to hold a, a writing utensil, pencil pen of your choice, and um, a, a Velcro secured pouch, I guess, to hold maybe you know little knives or or candy, <laughs> where there's originals, whatever. This is this looks like prepper gear right here. <laughs> Um, I mean, I could see a lot of guys that are gals that, um, you know, I, I think a lot of maybe people that are, um, we had a, a, a zip lining company mm-hmm. call us and they were, they're looking for something like this a while back. And, um, it just made it easier when you're zip lining down, you know, zip lining tours. It makes it a lot easier yeah. if the radio's there at the chest than, you know, down below where you're trying to hold on and, you know, you got it right there at you. You know, I think it does make sense because, I mean, everything's right there in front of you where you can grab it easily. You know, you're not having to reach around the back to grab your radio because a lot of people keep their radios clipped on the belt near, you know, on their backside. That's right. Uh, and then you have everything else right there in front of you. But also, it, it probably helps uh, balance things out a little bit better on your body when you're carrying gear around, especially if you're carrying a lot of gear around. Not just this, but if you're in uh, maybe uh, some construction or, or uh, uh, maintenance repair or something like that, and you're carrying around, you know, big belt clips and stuff, you might not have space to clip a radio on with your with your tool belt and that sort of thing. So the chest pack probably makes a lot of sense. Well, it keeps it a lot more protected as well. I mean, if you know, with the radio on your side, and granted, these are designed to hold uh, business grade radios, so they're going to be most of them going to be mil spec radios, very durable. But if you're you know, got a radio on your side, you know, it's going to be a lot more uh, likely to be bumped in doorways or, or yeah. uh, you know, against anything for it's that matter. It's going to be less secure as well. Exactly. I mean, it, it could fall off your belt, whereas if you've got this thing in a chest pack strapped to you, that, you're not going to lose that radio. That's right. Uh, now, we want to make clear that it it's a Motorola branded chest pack. Correct. But it doesn't mean that it's just for Motorola radios. This can work with virtually any business or consumer to a radio or ham radio or, or whatever that, that'll fit in the chest pack. That's it's right. really designed to be a general purpose item. Now this chest pack, it has the breakaway tabs on it so you can so you can get it apart and I think it's um, like a premium version of the standard universal radio chest pack that Motorola has that that's not really not that removable. Uh, yeah, but, it's I think it's basically the same thing. It just does not have the breakaway design to it. Mm-hmm. And then there's another Motorola has another item as well, a universal radio pack, and this is more of a kind of a fanny pack case design. I guess for people that don't really want the whole chest pack deal, but still need to carry a lot of gear uh, on them and. Uh, it's like a, a Batman kind of belt. With yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. radio holder, and it's got a little pouch there. And it also works with uh, just about any uh, Motorola or, or other business or consumer portable two-way radio or cellular phone. So um, uh, these are kind of handy things to have. And I understand they're really not that uh, – they're really not uncomfortable to wear. Um, 
yeah, these are designed to be worn all day long. Yeah. So, yeah, they should be comfortable. So have you trademarked the cool little chest pack yet? <laughs> Not yet. You better jump on it. I'm going to trademark. That's a cool little chest pack. Uh, now, what are these going for here? Uh, the breakaway chest pack is uh, 44.95. Okay. The standard or, or more universal uh, chest pack without the breakaway design is 32.95, and then the uh, the fanny pack runs 35.95. Okay. In stock, ships today. I kind of like this uh, breakaway chest pack. I kind of like this design. Okay. Uh, the model numbers for these, to make it easier to find, uh, the breakaway is an RLN 4570A. The um, standard chest pack is an HLN 6602A. And the radio pack utility case is RLN 4815A. All right. And... If you enter the promo code SHOW at checkout when you purchase one of these at buy2wayradios.com, you can save an additional 5% that's right. off that order. So that's uh, that's handy. Have, yeah, I got that one out. Nice plug. <laughs> Thanks. Well, uh, any, any other comments on the uh, chest pack? No, I think we pretty much covered it. All right. Well, we have some uh, questions from our blog and our forum at twowayradioforum.com. The first one comes from Thomas. And uh, Thomas, uh, he's actually responding to the Two-Way Radio Show episode 37, Radios for Dentists. Uh, apparently he's a dentist, I guess. Uh, and he says, I'm looking for the best price on a setup for our office. I need 12 radios and headsets. I've looked at the Motorola 1410 and the ProTalk Kenwood. Is there any package deals? And that's from, from Tom. Um, you know, and you're buying 12 radios for a dental office. Uh, yeah, you, you really want to find a package deal. You know, as a matter of fact, Kenwood has, because he was looking for a Kenwood Pro Talk or a Motorola. Actually, right now, both Kenwood and Motorola are offering some package deals. Kenwood is offering a $30 rebate on their um, TK2400. Uh, V16P and the uh, 3400 uh, U16P and a $25 rebate on the TK3230. Well, there and, you go. Um, and I believe that's on every six you buy. So Right, um, right. You, you have to buy six, uh, maximum of 60, and you can get a $30 rebate off the 2400 and the 3400 and a $25 rebate on the 3230. Um, so if you go with the 3230, which is a very popular radio for dentist offices, that would be a $300 discount. Yeah, but that's not all because um, Motorola, you mentioned the Motorola 1410, Motorola is offering also a, a special deal where you buy six radios and you get one free. And that's also a you know, minimum of six, but you uh, have a maximum of 60 radios. So if you, you know, if he's looking for 12 radios for his office, that's you know two times six. He can uh, get two free radios out of that. A couple ways he could do that. If he wants 12 radios specifically, he could buy 11 and get one free radio, claim for the first six, and end up with 12. So yeah, he yeah. saves the, the price of one radio. Or he could go ahead and buy 12 and get two free in case he adds employees later. Yeah. Either one of these offers, the one from Motorola and the one from Kenwood, would be uh, a great deal for him in his... Um, 
purchase of radios. That's right. I, I would also, uh, while we're talking about this, like to encourage him to consider the CLP series of radios from Motorola. Yeah, another uh, good th- choice. This is yeah. an extremely lightweight radio, and it includes a headset. You're going to see the prices on the CLP are a little bit higher than the CLS. But keep in mind that a headset is included with that radio. So by the time you add a headset to a 1410, you're going to be in about the same price range. And in a dental office, most likely you're always going to be using an earpiece anyway. Mm-hmm. So uh, look at the CLP. It's it's designed to be used with an earpiece. There's no speaker in the radio. But um, this this radio is extremely light. And when you're wearing scrubs or something like that at a dental office, weight means a lot. Oh, oh. The CLP 1060, which uses Bluetooth for the headset. So you, you've got the elimination of a wire when you're, you know, working on patients, that sort of thing. Um, you've got the elimination of a headset wire. So the CLP 1060 and uh, the current Motorola promotion, the buy six, get one free. The one that you get free for the CLP series is the 1060. That's right. With the Bluetooth headset. So um, that's a pretty good deal. It really is. So so if you haven't looked at that radio before, consider it. It, It's really a good option for dental offices. Yep, yep. And uh, I I should mention that uh, there are expiration dates on on those two promotions. I believe the the Kenwood one ends April 30th of 2013, and the Motorola promotion ends June 30th of 2013. Yeah, if you're listening to us in the future... Yeah. <laughs> Check for current promotions. You're listening to us in the future, yes. Uh, <laughs> okay. The next question comes from uh, Basil, or is it Bazel, B-A-Z-E-L. And uh, Basil says, I got a boat. I go miles offshore in the ocean, and so I have a radio. I don't have a license. Is it a special license for higher wattage or something? Uh, he's talking about marine radio licensing. And uh, that's from Basil. Um, marine radios don't require a license to operate on recreational or uh, personal vessels when you're in domestic waters. But if you're going to operate them internationally or on a commercial uh, ship, like a cargo ship or something like that, you need to have a license. So If you've got um, really specialized equipment that's very high-powered and uses some you know, HF frequencies, you may need to look into a license. But for the most part, if you're using standard equipment, the types of marine radios that you see on our website or, you know, in most stores, uh, you can use in a recreational boat and no license is required. And you can use them in any waterway within the United States. Mm-hmm. Now, also, keep in mind that we're talking about waterways. <laughs> uh, we're not talking about land. Marine radios are for use on marine craft and, and over water only. Uh, they're not for use on uh, land. Yeah, you can get on. in trouble for using a marine radio on land. Uh, if you need VHF on land, look at MERS, which yeah. is a, a license-free option. Okay. And, you know, for more information, Basil, um, we have a whole episode. We cover this in an episode of the Two-Way Radio Show, Episode 16, An Introduction to Marine Radios. Uh, That's a good source, and that should answer uh, some or most of your questions about marine radios and and license requirements. All right. Well, that's uh, 
all the questions we have for this week. Send in your comments and questions for Danny, Anthony, or myself to show at buytwowayradios.com. If you want to know more about today's topic or about two-way radios in general, check out our forum discussions at twowayradioforum.com. You can subscribe to Two-Way Radio Show directly from our website at twowayradioshow.com or hear it on iTunes, blueberry.com, or stream it on Stitcher. Um, Okay, before we go, uh, any final comments on today's topic or questions or comments or anything else? I think we covered it. No? All right. Well, today's show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, BuyTwoWay Radios can help you find the best solution for your needs. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at BuyTwoWayRadios.com weekdays from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. Well, everyone, as always, thanks for listening, and until next time for the Two-Way Radio Show, I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feemster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And we're out.